0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Pidumansford, and overseer of the Kedsudan Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Daggy Woodman, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism, and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience speak to us in a way that will understand may you alone be glorified in Jesus name Amen wonderful you may be seated okay I want to encourage you to come early on Tuesdays um, so that everything can be done within the time amen say another amen Good. We want to continue with what I started sharing with you a week ago, which I call Attempt Great Things for God. Amen. 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 Good, 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 good. <laughs> wow. Good. So uh, last week I started to share with you something very small and very simple. I just gave you an introduction. And I want to believe God to continue in it. And I pray that God will open your heart to receive God's word to advance your life. The intention of God's word is to bring direction to our lives. The Bible says God, God's word, it brings understanding to the simple. A simple man is somebody who is devoid understanding, who doesn't understand things, doesn't know things. But the good thing about church and about God's word is that God's word comes to bring understanding to anybody who doesn't understand things, doesn't know things. So, as we stay in church, our design, our dream is to know things and understand them. Amen. May you understand God's word. Amen. Wonderful. So, I said to you, we read from Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, the Bible says that they that know their God, they shall be strong and they will do exploits. Amen. So the Bible says that you and I will do exploits, and an exploit is a great achievement or a great feat. Amen. When we say something is an exploit, it means it's a great achievement or a great occurrence in somebody's life or by somebody. Amen. Wonderful. But I mentioned to you that when we say attempt great things, we are talking about attempting great things for God. So in Jeremiah 45, verse 5, I think we should read it. God is asking the children of Israel, He's saying that, Seekest thou great things for yourself. So He's asking, that, Are you looking for great things for yourself? Seek them not, for behold, I will bring evil upon all flesh, saith the Lord. But that but thy life will I give unto thee for a prey in all places whither thou goest. He's talking about people who are trying to do great things for themselves. Then he says, danger will befall you if you are trying to achieve something great for yourself. Amen. So we saw an example in Genesis chapter 11. I'm running through very fast because our time is fast spent. In Genesis chapter 11, when a group of people came together and said, come, let us build a tower for ourselves from the earth which reaches to the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves. So let's do something great for ourselves. Do you get it? For somebody to build a tower that can enter into heaven, that would be as a very great achievement. Do you see? And when they said, let us do this thing, it sounded very audacious, very unbelievable, very adventurous. But the Bible says they started to do it And as they were doing it, heaven took notice of it. So God called his angels that, look, there are some people I've seen, they are building something, it's fast approaching the heavens. So let us go down there. He says, come, let us go and see what they are doing. And they went to see what they are doing. And God said, look, what these guys are doing is very, and the Lord said, behold, these people is one, and they have one language, and this They begin to do, and now nothing will restrain them from, from, nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. So God took notice of what they were doing, that whatever they are doing is really great, and they will achieve something. But God said in verse 7, He says, Go to, let us go down, and confound their languages, that they may not understand one another. And God went and He confounded their language verse 8 and he scattered them over everywhere it Says, and the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of the earth and they left off to build the city it means they, they couldn't continue the building that they were building because they were trying to achieve something great for themselves instead of building something for God and I'm saying that let us use our lives to build something for God amen say amen let us use our lives to build something for god instead of building something for ourselves so in genesis chapter 12 god decides to select someone to achieve something great for himself for for god let's read genesis 12:1 1 to 4 says the lord and the lord said to now the lord has said to abraham get thee out of thy country out of thy kindred out of thy father's house Unto a land which I will show you. So God was now getting somebody to achieve his vision. He, God's vision. Then he says, I will make thee a great nation. The way to become great is to give yourself to the service of God, to the vision of God, to what God is trying to achieve. He says, I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. And I will make your name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Look, this Genesis 12 verse 2 is what we are all trying to achieve in this life. To be great, to be blessed, for our name to be great and be remembered. Yeah, a name like Mandela will always be remembered. Not just in South Africa, but in the rest of the world. Nelson Mandela. I don't know anybody else who's called Mandela. Are there other people called call Mandela? Oh, like James Mandela, John Mandela. Mandela, Mandela. Where does he get the Mandela from? Yeah, from Nelson Mandela. I'm I'm talking about a self-styled, somebody who's just working at Imbali. There's only one Mandela. Do do you get it? Uh So any other Mandela you know is from the Mandela lineage. Am I right? Okay. It's good. That God will make our names grace and will become a blessing. Hallelujah. Verse 3. It says, And I will bless them that bless you, and curse them that curse you. In thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Verse 4. And Abraham departed as the Lord has spoken unto him. And Lot went with him and so on and so forth. Hallelujah. Say amen. amen. So I'm encouraging us to do something great for God. Now, some, what is great. Is defined by God, not by us. You see, because what you may think is great may not be great to God. Luke 16 15, the Bible says that uh, that which is highly esteemed amongst men is an abomination unto God. So what human beings see as great. It's an abomination, and he said unto them, Ye are ye, ye are they who justify yourselves before men. He said, It's like you are trying to look cool before men. You are trying to look popular before men. You are trying to look okay before. You are trying to look acceptable before men. Many Christians are struggling because they are trying to look acceptable before other people. You are trying to look okay. You look acceptable. You are trying to fit in, or oh, everybody to say that, oh yeah, you are okay. You are okay. Instead of taking a stand for God, you justify yourself. Usually when people are wrong, the thing that prevents them from making a change is self-justification. Self-justification. And you can justify to yourself to people all you can, but tell yourself, yourself the truth. You, you, it, 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 lying to yourself is perhaps the greatest harm you can do to yourself. Yeah, if I lie to you that, oh, it is safe outside, and you go outside and a toty catches you, I will say, oh, sorry, I'll feel bad for some time. But that will be it. But if I lie to myself that it is safe outside, and then I knowing that it's not safe outside, and I go outside and a toty catches me, I will feel the thing myself. Yeah, the greatest level of deception is self-deception. To lie to yourself. So he says, you justify yourself before men. But God knoweth your heart. The reason why you shouldn't justify yourself to yourself, God knows your heart. He knows what is in your heart. He knows how backslidden your heart is. He knows how much your heart has strayed. He knows how destructive your heart is. He knows the callousness of your heart. Yeah, so when you come to it you, you say God, me, I'm not a sinner. I pray seven times a week. I would like the the like the publican, they were doing in their prayer. Because ah, but you, your heart is bare before me. Oh, Bible says all things are open and bare before the Lord. But let's go on. He says that which is highly esteemed amongst men it's an abomination. An abomination is like it's an eyesore. It's something that God doesn't even want to see. In the sight of God. So I gave you an ex- example of something that is important to God. And I said, it's a soul. The soul of a human being is one of the important things to God. Which we do not find important. We trivialize. Matthew 8:36, 37. In fact, 37, 37, the Bible says, What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? 36 says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul or 37 what shall a man give in exchange what is the exchange rate for a man's soul that's how important a soul is to God that when you put a soul here and you put the whole world here as far as God is concerned the soul of one human being is far greater than even the whole world. Yeah, a soul. So I said, one of the things which you should desire to be is to be a soul winner. Amen. Now, today, I want to take us through, so I'm going to, so in the next couple of weeks, maybe three, four weeks, I'm going to take us through great achievements that great things that we can attempt for God. Great things that you and I can attempt for God. And the first great thing I want to talk to us to attempt for God is, let us attempt to love God. Let us attempt to love God. Let us attempt to love God. Mark chapter 12, Mark chapter 12, Mark chapter 12, or we can read Matthew chapter 22 reading from 35, Matthew 22, reading from 35. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him, saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. The second is like unto it, which means the second is just like it. Thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. Amen. On these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. So, Bible says that one of the lawyers was, he was having, Jesus was having a discussion with the Pharisees. So, when he silenced them, then one other guy also came and this guy was a lawyer. He was tempting Jesus. So, he asked Jesus that. What is so? Yes, you say keep the law every so. What is the greatest commandment, or what is the great command? What, which commandment is very very important? Very. Remember, we are talking about achieving great things for God. So he said, what is the great commandment? Now, if there is a great commandment, then we must have a desire to obey it. And obedience of that great commandment is a great achievement. And this is not great by my estimation, but great by Jesus' estimation. Is So the master, the, the, self, the lawyer asks Jesus, what is the great commandment? So Jesus was giving us, the of all the minimum 654 commandments of Moses, Jesus was giving us that commandment which was great. Which was great. He was highlighting the great commandment. So Jesus said unto him, The first and great commandment is you will love the Lord your God. Let's let's read the Luke, the Luke one, where he says, The Lord your God, the mark, the mark, Mark chapter 12, account. 12 28. Let's read from like 20. Mark 12 from 28. And one of the scribes came. And having heard them reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them, were asked, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one God. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. This is the first commandment. You love God with everything. Then number 31. And the second is like namely this: thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. There is none other great commandment, that other commandment greater than this. Hallelujah. And then the discussion goes on. In one of the accounts, that after he gives this instruction, love your neighbor as yourself, then the guy asked him that. So, Master, who is my neighbor? He was trying to make a point, to prove a point. You know, people ask you questions. You know that this question is to challenge your authority, and challenge what you are saying. So he said, Okay, yes, you said we should love. And so, who then is my neighbor? Then Jesus said, Okay, you have brought yourself, let's go, let me show you what your neighbor is. That's where, that's where that scripture you see. So, this is where Jesus explained that scripture love your enemies. Then he says, your, even your enemies, your neighbor. Then he started a certain man took a journey from Jerusalem to, 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 to some place I've forgotten Jericho, yeah, Jerusalem to and fell amongst thieves. And then, when the thieves had beaten him and robbed him, then a priest came. And when he saw him on this side, he moved to the other. Then, followed by a center leader, a bacenter leader and a shepherd. When she also came, she saw him, then she went to the other side. Then a Samaritan came. And Samaritans are supposed to be enemies of the Jews. Do you get it? They and Jews they don't mix. It's a taboo, it's an abomination for a Samaritan to be talking to a Jew or a Jew to be talking to a Samaritan. But when the Samaritan came and he saw the man wounded, he took the man, he took care of them, he took him to the inn, he said, Look after him, any cost when I come, I'll pay. Then Jesus asked the guy, So now then, who is this man's neighbor? The neighbor that I'm asking you to love? Which of these three? Is it the priest who is from the same place as him? Because it's the Jews who were priests. Is it the priest or the shepherd or the enemy? who came to help him. So your enemy is your neighbor, love him also. Not only your mother, your children. Yeah. No, this thing, I've been wanting to explain it to you for some time, since we did the fasting in January. Do you see? But I never had the chance to have a microphone in the pulpit. I explained it to Lungani. If you are with me, I explain a lot of scriptures. I don't only really talk about football. I explain a lot of scriptures. So I explained this to Lungan. So this is how you know who your neighbor is. When Jesus was giving the first example of your neighbor, he used your enemy as your neighbor. Yeah, but back to what I'm saying. So Jesus said that the first commandment is to love God. That's a great commandment. And the second one is to love your neighbor. These two commandments are together. You show your love for God by loving your neighbor. And he says, on this commandment, do all the law, that is 654 laws of Moses. That one. And the prophets. That means all the things the other prophets have said. The major prophets, the minor prophets. Do, do you get it? And all these, there are different levels of prophets. You can't say Israel is a major prophet. Israel is a minor prophet. Pastor Zolile is a major prophet. <laughs> one day. I said, when I say one day, say one day. One day. Good. Two brothers went to see somebody who was sick. And as they they called them to come and pray over the person, as they were about to pray, one guy said, look, you know something? You pray first. And then after that, I'll pray. Then we'll know whose prayer worked. Yeah, whose prayer worked? Because there's a greater light and a lesser light. I am the greater light and you are the lesser light. Yeah. Back to what I was saying. What was I saying? Yeah, the laws, the prophets, all the other commandments. Because you see, they are the you say, Oh, what are the commands? The ten commandments, they are the ten commandments, then there are other commandments, then they are lesser command. then they are even sub. Sub-commandments, sub-sub-commandments that are under, it's like commandment four, then sub-section two, three, four, like that. Break little, little, little commandments that for, yeah. And he's saying that all these things hang on this one. Without this one, you can't do the rest. Without this one, even the rest that you are doing is meaningless. God will reject whatever you are doing. When you don't love him, it's more important to love God than to work for God. But if you love God, you work for God. That's The modern day preachers, they will say, let us love God. Let us not work for God. They go hand in hand. If you love God, you work for God. If you love God, you obey him. I'll show you at the end. Do you see? But the point is that you can't put your emphasis on, it's like all your strength is working for God. Without loving God. No. But the fruit of loving God is working for him. And serving him. That's actually the fruit. And Jesus said, you will know them by what they say. You will know them by the fruit. So, the fruit is what tells us that love is there. Yeah, love God. Amen. Now, love. So, all the commandments. That shall not steal. That shall not fornicate. That they all hang they all hang on loving God and loving your neighbor. They all hang on. That, that, that's what holds them together. That's why some of you find it very difficult not to fornicate. If you were to love God, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even want to fornicate. Yes, something that is abominable to God, you want to do it out of your love for God, not even your fear for God. You must fear God, but not even your fear for God, but out of your love for God, you want to do what is wrong. Yeah, you want to. I mean, when you are with somebody who loves you, you see, when people love you, like like for me, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm young, because I'm still young, so maybe as I grow, when when I'm 62, I will understand something. I prefer to work with people who love me than people who fear me. Anytime you are talking to me, I look into your eyes. I look into your eyes when you are not looking. Because there's always a light inside your eyes. At the back, it's like I'm looking into your soul. It's at the back of your eyes. When it goes off, everything else falls. You may be saying the right things, doing the right thing, but it's gone. When the light that light is on, and you will do you will be you'll be motiv- you, you will do things that even when you i was traveling with somebody she said to me i don't like i don't like when i come to you the way i behave at all i said why so when i'm coming i plan that i'm not going to tell you this i'm not going to tell you that i'm not going to tell you this i plan what i'm going to tell you but it's like as i am with you by the time i realize i've told you all the things that i decided i wasn't going to tell you before i came yeah, we were driving to Durban. He said, no, 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 no. I don't like the, no, 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 I don't like it. Because when I'm coming, I decide, look, my issues are five. But I'm going to tell you two. These three, I don't think I'm ready to tell you. But by the time I realize, instead of talking of the two that I came to talk to you, I start to talk about the three, the other ones. The when you love somebody, it brings a certain Thank you, thank you, my wife. Spontaneity. This which is you you, 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 do things spontaneously, without even, yeah, it just come. By time, like, ah, you have done it already. That's all. The same with God, to obey God's commandment. When you love God, the commandments become easy. That's what it is. This is the foundation. This to love the Lord your God and love your, your neighbor. That's the foundation. That is the anchor. That is the bedrock. That, that, that is the far pin of keeping God's commandment. Also, don't say when you come there, the pastor you use a lot of big words. It's your chance to learn words which you didn't know before. But you didn't know before those say this church. When you go, the pastor will use a lot of words. By the time you get home, you are running words. You have a running stomach of words. Use it to learn. I said, "Fap him." Yeah, the foundation. Yeah, <laughs> that's the foundation of all our service to God. If we don't learn to love God and relate with God, one day we'll get to heaven and God will say, Oh, I never knew you. Amen. Have you not seen the scripture? I think Luke chapter 7, 21 or something. It says, In that day, many will come to him, Lord, we cast out demons in your name. In your name, and then you say, Depart from me. I did not know you, ye workers of iniquity. Let us attempt to love God. And attempting to love God is a great feat. And a great achievement yeah. because Jesus himself said this command there are many commandments in the Bible but this commandment is the first and great commandment which when you put first and great together I mean you get to greatest yeah. because we read another scripture that Jesus said that there's no greater commandment than this one there's no greater there's no greater commandment than this one yeah this it says there is none greater there is none other commandment greater than this. Yeah. Say amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Yeah. So let us attempt to love God. Now, why is loving God such a great achievement when you are able to love God? Why is it such a great achievement? Let's look in the Bible. Let's read this. Even a scripture. Oh, let's read. Uh, let's, I'm preaching from Bishop's book attempt great things for God. So let me even read the book to you so that I don't even have to talk a lot. Out Today I'm on holiday. Let me read the book. Let Bishop preach. Seven reasons why it is a great achievement to love God. Loving God is a great achievement because loving God is to love somebody you cannot see. To love somebody you cannot see. 1 John 1 verse 1 to 4. John is telling us, he's testifying about Jesus. Let's read it. to give us a background. Give us a background. It says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon which we have handled of the word of life okay for that for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you the, that eternal life which was with the father and was ministered unto us verse 3 that which was seen that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that Ye may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son. Verse 4 These things write we unto you that your joy may be full. Now, John is saying here that the Jesus we are writing to you about, we, we have seen Him, we have handled Him, we have looked at Him, and we have looked up, we have seen Him, and we have looked upon Him. Do you get it? So, it's something somebody we have related with physically, but you and I. I mean, I don't know any of you who have seen Jesus before. Or, for that matter, seen God before. But we are saying that we want to love a God we cannot see. Now, loving people you can see is even not easy. How much more the one you cannot see? That's why people don't like long-distance relationships. That I'm here, you are in Cape Town. I can't see you. Anytime we talk on the phone, even God, you can't talk on the phone with him. Yeah. Think about the poor, you can see how difficult it is to love them. It is not easy to love people. The breakup of relationship is proof of how difficult it is to love and be loved. Aren't there people who claim that they love you, but you really cannot feel the love? loving someone is not easy as it seems if it is if it is that difficult to love somebody you can see how much more difficult will it be to love someone you cannot see loving God is is loving somebody you cannot see you don't see them when you, when you see when you are in love you are motivated by what you see this person is dressed nicely. Then, ooh, then you become excited. God, you can't see him, yet you have to love him. Said, so, though we have not seen him, we love him, we believe in him. Loving somebody you have not seen, you can't see. You know, uh, back in the day before even social media came, we had something we call pen pals. Pen pals. Did you have pen pals? Yeah, no, the conflict children don't have it. But we, the pap people, we have a Pen pal. So you have a pen pal. Some from America, some from England, Canada, all these places. Sweden. Then you write a letter to them. Then they write a letter to you. Then you write a letter to them. So it's a pen pal. A, a, a pal that you use a pen to relate to. So you write a letter, they write a letter, write a letter, like that. And it was a common practice. Yeah, and sometimes you have pimples. Then then what you think they are, the day you meet them, you have a shock. Yeah, there was one one day, there was a guy who was introduced to a lady over social media. And you know social media, everybody puts their best picture. Yeah, they feel tired. Now because of filters, you can't even be sure. You see, now, now there are two main things. I pity young men of today who are looking for Married partners, do you get it? Because you can never be sure what you are getting because now to start with, their are filters, even if it's a social media, they put a filter. So you see, the person is as dark as I am. Do you get it? But because of the filter, they look like yellow bone. Do you get? It? And by the way, me, I'm fair. Do you get it? It's only my hands and my face that is dark. When I take off my shirt, I'm very fair. Okay, please, don't, don't, no, no, no. No, you, there you see that I've taken off my chair. You see, I'm very fair all over here. I'm fair. It's only here that is that, here, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. This is the filter and t- so you don't see the real person you are dealing with. Then the second problem of the modern age is the wigs, the makeup, the everything. So even when you see the person face to face, the person today wants to be Beyoncé. She will just paint Beyoncé on her face. It's like everybody's wearing a mask. And it's even more worse now because after the makeup, they put a mask on it. So this brother, he was going to meet the girl for the first time. Now you see they take the picture It's just a certain part So it's the face They look very nice Hello. The day he met the, the sister hey! The sister was larger than life Do you understand? Larger than life Extra large Extra extra extra. He look at the sister This closer sister He said, you Slim at the top But bozing posing underground. So he, he was so shocked. Then the girl asked him, were you expecting something different? The way you are surprised, were you expecting something different? Yeah. yeah. Now with God, you can't see him. Yet you have to love him. And to be able to love somebody you cannot see. Oh, it takes a lot of help. John and Cole, they, the, they, they saw Jesus. They handled Jesus. So they, they, it's easy to say that, oh, we are in love with Jesus. But we have no seen. I have been a Christian for so many years. I'm here to see Jesus. Or even his shadow. Even he shouldn't let me see him. He says, you just let his shadow pass. Like the way God said, I'll let my shadow pass before Moses. Then I only see the shadow. You have to love such a one. You have to love him. It's not that simple. Somebody you can't see. Number two, loving God is a great achievement because loving God is to love someone you cannot hear. What are the five love languages? Affirmation. act of service. Touch. Gifts and spending quality time. Yeah, quality time. Yeah. Affirmation, which is to see them. Oh, you're looking very nice. Oh, we are all in the church. When you come to church, nobody says you are looking beautiful. But when he sees, oh, sister, you're looking very beautiful. He says, oh, you feel good. Yeah. Sister, I love you, brothers. Let's learn to say I love you, okay? We know it has not changed from the first time you said it, but it's good to hear it and know that you still do. Do you say, oh, I love you, oh, yeah. So they are all words of affirmation. Oh, oh, you smell nice, you smell good, oh, your eyes are bright. Well, they are all nice things to say, it makes people feel confident. Parents, also learn to tell your children words of affirmation. Sometimes you talk the loudest when they do the wrong things. When they do something, a foolish boy, then now you are talking. Learn to tell them. Oh, I'm blessed to have you as my children. You are wonderful children. You guys are great. Then they feel like they don't have to to wait to hear it from somebody else. Especially if you have girls. You tell them yourself or else somebody will tell them at a price. Yeah, or somebody will tell them at a price. Number two, we said what? Gifts. Yeah, gifts. When the brother, we come to church, brother has brought you a gift, giving and receiving of gifts. It's all a way of love. Do you see? Gifts. Then what? Acts of service. Acts of service is like we do something for you. Do you see? Do something for you. Make fried rice for you. Like, yeah, oh, jollof. Yeah, acts of service. Then the next one is what? Touch or quality time. Spend time with you. Like, people just spend time. No, I just want to be where you are. Spend some time with me. Yeah. Yeah, ne? Uh Uh-huh. Spend some time. Then the next one is touch, physical touch. To get a feel. My God. You need to marry before you get into that. Can you imagine what it is like to love someone who does not speak a word back to you? Think about people who say, I love you. How difficult it is to maintain relationships with people who have said, I love you. How difficult is it or it is to maintain relationships with people who have said, I love you? Love, these people, they've said the thing to you. I love you. You hear words of affirmation. Now, loving God involves speaking to someone who does not say a word back to you. You talk to, I love you. He won't say anything. There are so many brothers. You see, the sister will say, I love you. So, yes, ma'am. Or thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's powerful. Look, the response to I love you is not powerful. Do you get it? Or God is good. It's not a spiritual command. <laughs> which you must say, I receive it. No. But God, no matter what you tell him, he doesn't say anything. Loving God involves speaking to somebody who does not say anything, a word back to you. Many people do not maintain relationships because they do not communicate enough. Yeah. Anybody who stops speaking to your relationship starts to die. You know, I send devotions around for like two weeks. I've decided that I'm on holiday. Because you have access to the devotion anyway. It's all over the place. I mean, you are in lighthouse. It's not like they send the devotion to the bishops. So we are the first custodians. So it's, it's, everybody has it. Do you get it? Uh-huh. But what I've realized is that as I have paused, there are some people, I, I, me and them, our conversation is blank, it's dead. And that, um, of course, nowadays I'm sending uh, videos. Uh-huh. But if you take that there, if you go to our WhatsApp history, Pastor Zos, there will be nothing there. Blank. Blank. Dead. I mean dead. D dead is what? D A D dead or D E D dead. (laughs) D E D dead. Yeah, that's done. There's nothing. Yeah, if you go all your all the messages you have sent me since twenty twenty when Corona came, it's amen. 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 Copy. Copy Bishop. do you get anybody you are not talking to pastor Spewe, the relationship is dying it's like or it's at a standstill. it's not being built anymore because you build relationship i talk to you talk to me i thought i say this when i'm when I, when my heart is broken i talk to you You hear my heart break and you oh you encourage me then you to some days oh bishop this, this today somebody sent me a message the message is like from here to cape town long message I sat down, I read all of it. Yeah, it's me. I sat down, I read Inzamo was trying to talk to me. I said, brother, don't talk to me now. I'm reading here. One of my members has sent me a message. I'm reading. When I finish, you can tell me your nice story. I read through all of it. And I also gave my mp3 version response. (laughs) One, two, three. My things are like bullet points but you you so then when i gave i went back to play when i came by i the person sent another one to i said oh it very powerful but that's how you develop a relationship by talking by communicating and to have a quality relationship you have to communicate enough yeah because not every communication that that develops it's just, it shows that you are around. You stay on the radar. But if you communicate enough and well enough, the relationship becomes deeper. Yeah. Even depending on what you communicate about. Yeah. What you co- I have some people, they don't, come, they don't talk to me much. But when they talk to me once, quality. what they talk about, it's like it's the thing that pinches them. Do you see? And for somebody to talk to you about something that is pinching them, it means they trust you. because nobody wants to be vulnerable to the wrong person. So it means they trust you. So they they are talking about the thing that doesn't make them sleep. Yeah. Quality communication. So it's all two ways. A lot of communication or deep communication. Once, boom, it's crystallized. It's, it's, It's put together. When you finish, it's enough to last for a month. Yeah. One day somebody called me. The person said to me, Bishop, you know I don't call you often, you see. When I've called you once, this one that I've called you. We have to finish everything in this one. Yeah, talk to me for 54 minutes. Yeah, 54 minutes, about 33 seconds. Yeah, to make up, I'll call again. Yeah, but in that 54 minutes, 33 seconds, like, talk about the things that pinch me the most. Let's finish it now. So back to what I'm just saying. But with God, when you talk to him, he doesn't talk back. It's very difficult. I mean, when you are with a a spouse at home, you are talking, he doesn't say, hmm, 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 hmm. It makes the relationship difficult, and that's God. So to be able to break through that and still love him is a great achievement i read on speaking and communicating communication is an important part of maintaining relationship can you imagine what it is like to love someone who does not communicate at all in word or in writing he won't talk he won't write to you you see even when you when you look at yourself when you start talking to people, you begin to know. I mean, sometimes you, you see people from afar, your impression about them is maybe they are this, they are that, or they are this. Sometimes you think they are nice until you come close. Things that are beautiful from afar are far from beautiful. Sometimes you think they are some way. When you come close, you see that, oh, they are really not. They are very nice people. Yeah. Recently, I went to visit one of our members. She was shocked that I can talk, like that I talk. Yeah, I was sitting, I talked the whole time. I talk about everything. At the point, she said, Please come and be my business partner. <laughs> do my, the way I talk about her business to her, she, herself, she, was, she said, Please, Bishop, come and be my business partner so that we do the business together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the way you have talked about my business to me, I wish you were there to talk to my clients about my business. They will all accept my business at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. Otherwise, I should do a video. I should do a video so that she can use the video to market her product. <laughs> yeah, but if you see me on the pulpit, you mean you just oh yeah, that, this guy here. Look, if you try to come his way, he's going to shoot you dead. He's an angry man coming from Zimbabwe. <laughs> when you start talking to the person, you realize that no, the person is not, perhaps the person is not like as you see it at all. Yeah. see, man. That's how God is. You can't even talk, he won't say anything. Just watching. Number three, we are going to serve. I want to close in. Um, yeah. Loving God is a great achievement because loving God is to love someone you cannot feel. You can't feel him. Loving someone often involves having a nice feeling about that person. Most people who say I love you and who desperately want to get married are, are experiencing some kind of feeling. It is when these feelings win that people break up their relationships. It is difficult to have Feelings in relation to God. Can you imagine what it is like to love God? Whom can whom you cannot feel, touch or sense? That is why loving God is a great accomplishment. You can't feel Him. You can't feel you can't say. So the presence of the Lord is here. You are wondering where, where is the presence? Where is the presence? And you have prayed the most to. Pastor Zos, you have prayed so hard. Even in the service, you are the one who's praying the most. They say there's a presence here. You can't feel the presence. The pastor is laying hands on people who are following and that person. Okay, okay. I want to go and feel that power so that I, when you go, you alone, nothing to feel. Hey! Yeah, that's how it is when you relate. To. You can't feel him. Yeah, you can't feel him. Meanwhile, The way we love is you give a hug, you get a certain feeling. Oh, my dear wife. Come closer to me. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay, James. Yeah. Loving God is a great achievement because you cannot love God the way you love man. How do you know when someone loves you? Perhaps they tell you, I love you. Perhaps they send you love notes. Go for walks. Bishop is giving us tips, okay? So husbands who don't know what to do. He's saying that, say, I love you. Send love notes. That's WhatsApps, okay? Go for walks. Send gifts. Speak kindly to you. Chat with you. Say nice things sing your praises, send flowers, send cards, comment on your clothes, comment on your hair, say how handsome or beautiful you are, and so on. Unfortunately, you cannot go for a walk with God. You cannot send God a love note. You cannot comment on his hair. You cannot comment on God's clothes or how he looks. It is not easy to love God because you cannot love him the way you love man. Loving God indeed is a great accomplishment. Number five, loving God is a great accomplishment because God is great and you are nothing. It's a great accomplishment. Why? Because God is great and we are nothing let me read. It is not easy to relate with a great person. It is not easy to chat with a great person. It is not easy to know what to say. When you are with a great person, it's not easy to know what to say. What am I going to say? If, if His Excellency Sarah Ramaphosa walks in now and just says, oh, Yvonne, let's go for a walk. You have five minutes with me. You may not even know what to say. She can, he can even ask, what's your name? And you are forgotten what your name is. Yeah, you've forgotten what your name is. You are so tense that you don't, you don't even know what to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say, so what's your name? Uh, Anthony. Hey, Tofiakwa. Where am I? It is not easy to chat with a great person. It is not easy to know what to, to say. How difficult it is to relate with the greatest person of all, almighty God. So, if even human beings, I mean, there are people who, so let's go and say hello to Bishop. So, what am I going to say? When I go, I don't know what I'm going to say. Melanie used to run away from me all the time when I first came here. Yeah, she said I wasn't handsome enough. So, she was always running away from me. When I pass here, she will pass here. When I pass here, she will pass here. Yeah, I'd been in the church for about almost six weeks. She had never spoken to me before. So, one day I called her to this office here. Because I didn't know if she could talk. Yeah, I didn't know. Look, Pastor Zos, when I come here, she will go here. When I, It's like it's like coronavirus. She was distancing herself from me. Till I, I caught her in this office. Then we started to talk. She would talk, talk, talk. i say, hey, this girl, no, no, she has the words. She has a lot of data. Look, one day I was preaching in Deba and I asked her husband to give me a lift. And she came along. She talked from silent height. I was I was living with Bishop Larry in silent height at that time. She talked from silent height to Deba, non-stop. Non-stop. Yeah, all we have to say is yes. No, yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. Then she will continue. Hey! She talked all the way through. She needed affirmation. Yeah. People, when I go, what will I talk about? What will I say to him? I always tell you that me, myself, I have a lot of things to tell you before you. (laughs) Me, me alone. I have a lot of things to say to you. You You have just not come. Every day I come, I add to the list of the things I have to tell you. The day you arrive, you see that I have so many things to tell you. But the reality is that it's not easy to relate to somebody who is great when you are small. In this case, God is the greatest and we are nothing. So, it's not easy to talk to God. Let me read on. Where am I? Yeah, Almighty God. How could you even attempt to chat with Almighty God who knows everything about everything? The person knows everything about everything. So what are you going to talk to him about? Which he doesn't already know. Have you heard? Say, yes, I've heard. Have you seen, oh, I saw last week. How boring it is when you are sharing a joke with someone. A person has already heard the joke. Already. Usually what you do, you just laugh along. Because telling a joke is not an easy thing. You think it's very easy. So like we call you up here to tell a joke. You see that it's not easy. Yeah, you finish the joke, people don't know that you are finished. It is not easy to maintain a discussion with Almighty God. What is even more difficult is the silence that comes from Almighty God. Number one, he knows everything you are, you are going to tell him. Number two, as you are talking, he won't say anything. He's just watching you. Yeah, it's just, it's not, it's it's just watching, it doesn't say anything. Let me read on. You may feel more and more uncomfortable. Look, no, I've skipped one line. Silence often makes you feel stupid. You may feel more and more uncomfortable and insignificant in the presence of a great person. Indeed, the greatness of God can be a stumbling block in your relationship with the Father. And this is the person we are to love. So when we succeed in loving him, we have achieved something very great. Number six, we are going to seven. Six. Loving God is a great achievement because God is holy. And we are not. And we know we are not. When you get closer to God, you sense, we sense unworthiness, wretchedness, and corruption in ourselves. Anyone who has had an encounter with God will know how unworthy, wretched, and sinful he is when he approaches God. Most of us feel unworthy and unlovable in the presence of God. Relationships break down when one party feels inferior, it is very dangerous, it's a very dangerous thing to have an inferiority complex. Saying, saying I love you and many assurances do not work on people with inferiority complex. When people have a complex, it's very difficult to, nothing you say to them will make them get out of it. Especially an inferiority complex. That's I'm nothing. I'm not worthy. You can encourage the person, encourage them, still feel I'm nothing. You are high, I'm low. I read on. Where was I? Yeah, there. To relate happily and love God properly, you must overcome the inferiority complex you have because of your sins. You must accept that you are forgiven you must accept that everything in the past is washed away by the blood of Jesus. Another obstacle in loving God is that you are always confessing sins that you know you will commit again. As you are coming to say, Lord, I'm sorry for stealing this thing, you know you are going to steal again. It's difficult. Oh, kunzima! I tell you, very difficult. You keep going back to the same sin and it makes you wonder if God takes you seriously. How many of you feel that way? I feel that way. Because the thing you are saying, I, I look, God, I don't want to swear like I will swear right now by God Almighty. I won't do it again. Like, I, I mean, like, look, God, let's be serious. I won't do it again. Then tomorrow you come. The same thing again. You wonder, are they even taking me seriously? That's the God we are to relate with and to love. <laughs> like Isaiah, you can only shout, Woe is me, I am unclean, I am undone. Then, then Bishop puts the scripture, Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 to 5. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on the right hand. Verse 5 says, then I said, when he saw the Lord, this is where the trail of his glory filled the temple and the seraphims and the cherubims and all these. Verse 5 says that, then I said, woe is me for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of the people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Number seven, I finish with this one. Loving God is a great achievement because God's language, God's love language is obedience. Our love language is what? Words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, acts of service quality time is that not so yeah quality time so today they had put somebody had put something out do you prefer quality time or gifts then the woman responds i prefer quality gifts yeah (laughs) say Yeah, now God doesn't operate by these five love languages. The love language God understands is obedience. John 14 21, my last scripture for the He that hath my commandment and keepeth it, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of the Father, and I will love him, and we will manifest, I'll manifest myself. To him to, to love God is to understand obedience and to flow in simple obedience towards Him. Can you imagine loving a woman who says, If you love me, obey me? Can you imagine a woman saying, I do not want love notes, flowers, cards, or gifts? Just obey me. Most of us will find it very difficult to love this woman. But that is exactly how God wants to be loved. God does not want love works, your love works, your flowers, your cats. He wants obedience. God wants obedience as a sign of your love. God's language, God's love language is obedience. That's why it's difficult to love God that he has a set of rules obey them to show that you love him don't do this don't do that do this do obey them to show that you love him. but when we succeed in loving god the bible says is is the great commandment is the first and great commandment may we be able to love god may we attempt to love god May we fight to love God. I said, may we fight, press, put in the effort, work hard to love God. Because God sees it as a great achievement. You see, when the angels love God, it's not strange to God. Because they can see God. They can feel God. When God is moving, they can see responses. You and I don't see anything. That's why Jesus said to Thomas, you believe now because you have seen Thomas wanted. If I've been I I've not felt. No. So he came. He did that to Thomas. They said, "You believe now." Thomas said, "Now I believe." He said, "Yeah, you believe because you have seen." But blessed are they who, though they have not seen, yet they believe. That's why God has made us higher than angels. Yeah. God, we have not seen Him yet. We love Him. Yet we love Him. So He said, "I'll make you a little higher than these." In these angels, they are here. The reason why they believe. The reason why they laugh is because they can see me. You cannot see me. That's why people like Stevie Wonder, they amaze us because he cannot see, but he's able to play the keyboard. And Stevie Wonder, he doesn't play the keyboard very well. I mean, I'm sure he plays just like Pastor Tyler or something, but the fact that he cannot see. Yeah, we were in Ghana when he came to see Bishop. The fact that he cannot see. Yeah, they help they help him down the stairs to bishop's office. I mean, Steve, wonder, help him down to Bishop's office like that. Do, 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 like cannot see anything. But when you put him behind the color, put him behind the keyboard, just fuse the keys. Play like that. Play that thing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. To- yeah. Be moving the head all over the place. Yeah. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Yeah. I just called to say I love you. Yeah, that's the guy. Stevie Wonder. But the reason why we are all enchanted is that he cannot see. So the question going through our mind, how is he able to see the keys and know where everybody is to play it? Just shake the head to move to key, C. To place it flat, just shake the head. Do you see? But because Pastor Melly can see, he doesn't have to shake his head. He can say, oh, see? C is here, then he goes there. D is here, then yeah. But he has to shake the head so that the key will change. Wow. It amazes us. It excites us. The same way God is also excited when he sees that. These my children, they have never, these my children in Peter like they've never seen me before, yet they love me. They've never seen me before, yet they love me. They, I don't, when they talk, I don't respond, yet they love me. They can't feel me, yet they love me. They can't go for walks with me. They can't love me like the way they can love each other, yet they're able to love me. And God knows that we love him when we keep So Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. May we keep God's commandments in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. If you are clapping, clap. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. Just thank the Lord right now, wherever you are. Just thank the Lord that we will make an attempt. Thank him for his word. And that we will make an attempt to love him or we cannot see him although he doesn't respond to us even in spite of his deafening silence we will love him 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 we will obey him to show our love for him we obey him to show him our love in the name of jesus in the name of jesus my god Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. We will love you. As a church, we will love you. As Christians, we will love you. As individuals, we will love you. As families here in garden, we will love you. We will love you, Jesus. We will love you. My God. Ske Kayaba brando ba brandolo brante kipa lo ba brande badoba lenkolipa talimo sepando Liantalabaza, labaza kinto labendo brasti polaba lampalo ba le brande kaliba ba lemako lipa kalaba ba rad talaba kunta liantolaba kima seto tale. lampalo lo kimo si rabando Simpalun candele, limpalababa, brantalaba, limpaco bando, cante fras palaba, lanto taleba, Lord, touch our hearts and draw hearts after you. Draw hats after you, Lempo si palo cayaba, Cantolovo sinto libane, Lempa lobala, Cayanto tale, Lempo tala, Kibo si Lanto talibo Sipakala, Rimato kaleba Brapa lobala, rimpolaba kemoka Kemo caleba, Lempa lobala, Santo talia, Kimaloba, Kayababa, Rampalibo, Brantelebe, Seconde lebala, Lempa lava, babala, Kemo. Si pacoli cayaba lampalabanda bras te palobando lincolala le cabede rad sentolibala limpalobando canta bala le palomas che pando dianda la camasopalo l'imbolala kama so bando peleba le cose che limpa lo bacando rianto la limpa bendo Caleb, calebé le paloca se calebala ramando le bacanto talibosa limpalo Ricoli calianda daba likole becan patolanda basikai liko palicon caterete le paloca se compala le cambola indicande rianta bala le toliba total de bala ramando liba de calibal le incopama kay mama che skipa lento talea la comiso la le ba cataliana brampanda ba balaba ron tibala limpalobando sento total la cosica mala bra ke basso toli kaya la comasinto le mala lampalobabanda braste pa kimosi pa Rapa da Kento Talima, Lipaloba sent to Talibos, Kamamamamam, Brampa Palla, Limpaloba Nico Limanda, Lampaloba Brontebala, Limpaloba de Candoliaba, Lampakobanda da pala de Palla, Limpaloba to Cabede, Laco Miso Cabalava, Ramandorianda Candebala, Limpaloba da Branto talibada Linko Maso Talibosi Tolaba, Lacol li anda prasti passa banda che ama limpa le rapando la limpa la va branta be de bras che va limcola va che mo si paloca yaba le cama le cama vocalita che mo do yanta la ba rapando ba la frante ba limcola va limcola la palopa che neveri e rapando braba baba, baba, lampalo bala, lampalobala, lampalobala, Rampando bale cayando baba, Limpalababa sentoliano la bala, Rampando lianto la candebrasca, Kimpo la belle, Kimpo la belle, Rampando lianto canda bre ste palma, Lincola, le colana, lantoliando candebrasca, le colpa lo cayaba, lampalo branto bala. Konde kimalo, rapando Seto Liandaka, likoba de koba babala rapalo mando ba leka ya kibo si lampola lampola rapando kalibo seka kaya malakoba pondo lokosi kaso talibaka kendo lokosi le Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Lift your hands. Let us pray, Lord every heart here in present I pray for everyone watching us online I pray touch our hearts and draw our hearts to you connect our hearts with yours help us to overcome all the obstacles in our ways to loving you Lord all the obstacles in our way to loving you Lord help us to overcome the fact that we cannot see you to overcome that we cannot the fact that we cannot hear from you we cannot hear you speak to overcome the fact that we cannot touch you help us to love you and cause us to show our love for you through obedience Lord through obedience oh God we give you glory we give you praise Lord we thank you help us mighty Holy Spirit to achieve this great feat for you Lord we give you praise and glory in Jesus mighty name and everybody said amen Amen. oh say a better amen pray this prayer with me before i take my seat say dear lord jesus i accept that i'm a sinner please forgive me of all my sins i believe that you died for me and you rose again i confess that jesus is the lord of my life thank you jesus for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together and you may be seated. Wow. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605.